Welcome back to Crime City, Colorado. I'm Cammy. I'm Adriana. I'm the mom. I'm the daughter. <laughs> uh, as you can tell, Kylie's not here. I am. <laughs> Thanks. Kylie will not be joining us this week, this week so we have a substitute. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so, happy October. Yeah. It's the 6th. It's the what? 6th. Oh. We're deep in it now. <laughs> We're deep. Deep. It is officially spooky season. Do you have your Halloween shit out? I have... One welcome sign with the pumpkin on it. <laughs> no, you also have something on your door. It's a pumpkin. Oh, also okay. Well, We're, you don't have the. Blow-ups. I didn't have extension cords, so we have to go buy them tomorrow, so we can probably have the some. Books. There's probably some in the garage. I have one. Oh, I don't know where it came from. It was just in the garage. Oh well, use it. I, I need another one. It's my favorite time of year. Are you dressing up for Halloween? No. Am you I allowed to say bad words? Yeah. Fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> what is my granddaughter going to be? Jesse from Toy Story. My grandson's going to be a wolf. He wants to be a werewolf. It's her first year trick-or-treating. Yeah. She's got to come to my house. She's got a lot of houses. Yeah. So last week we were not able to record as I ended up with a sinus infection and bronchitis and ended up losing my voice completely. Can you imagine how that episode would have sounded? <laughs> okay. Just wait. Yeah, and it's really hard to sound authoritative with... When I was sounding like a dog squeaky toy. I do too. It was, it was great. And then this week, Kylie had to take my grandson to the emergency room last night when we would normally record. So Adriana has graciously taken her spot so that we could get this out this week. Hello. So Adriana, are you prepared to be Kylie for this episode? Yeah, I don't really know what she does, if I'm being honest. <laughs> so You sit there and then you react to certain things and you be stupid when... <laughs> Well, no one does that quite like Kylie. No, nobody does. So uh, there's going to be a couple times. Now, every week I kind of put things in there where I ask Kylie, hey, do you know who this person is or do you know where this is? Because 98% of the time she does not know who they are and she does not know where that place is. <laughs> it's like, okay. So I might ask you if you know where it is and you probably do or who this person is. and You probably know who it is. <clears throat> I better. Yeah, you're good with uh, historic people. Any Hoosiers? And we do have to say happy birthday to you. We don't, because it's not. It's Her her birthday is the 9th, which is Monday. Yeah. Uh, that makes me feel ancient as hell, because you're going to be 26. I'm basically 30. You're basically 30, and I'm basically uh, halfway in the grave. You got two feet in there. I got to fall over. I am. The, the hole has been dug. They're waiting. Shut up. <laughs> She's just waiting for my life insurance. Yep. <laughs> Eh, too bad. Since you guys all have Fords, I have taken you guys out of my will. How dare you? Yeah. You. We've had something pretty shitty happen in Colorado this week. <laughs> what are you giggling about over there? I don't know. This is how serious it got. I don't know what. <laughs> it was funny. I'm so, like, no, what? <laughs> is it the funeral home? No, oh. that's next. Oh. <laughs> Three parole officers were attempting to contact one of their parolees who had a warrant. Apparently, he decided he's not going to go with them. He was able to take off, get in his car, and ran them down. He hit two of them with his car, killing one of them. Officer Christine, I'm going to mess this last name up, Guerin, Guerin, G-U-E-R-I-N, Sandoval, was previously a public county deputy before becoming a parole officer. They had a massive procession for her, taking her body from the El Paso County corner back to Pueblo, where she lives. Here's where the parolee fucked up. Justin Kula was on parole for drugs, domestic violence, and charges or domestic violence charges, and assault on a police officer. 
because he's an awesome individual. He had been sentenced to eight years in 2021. Clearly didn't have to serve that much time before being paroled, but it's, it's only 2023 now and he's out. Had he just gone with the parole officers, he would have only had to serve another year or two before he could get out again. But now he is super fucked because now he's spending the rest of his life in prison. Was he high? Probably. He's a fucking idiot. Another Colorado newsworthy event that was sent to me by several people, including Adriana. (laughs) It randomly popped up my TikTok. I was like, what the hell? I've never heard of this before in my life. Was the return to nature funeral home in Penrose, Colorado. You know where that is? No. It's near Canyon City. Oh. You know where that is? Yes, I do. Okay. The neighbors of this establishment have been complaining about a horrible smell coming from the funeral home. And the owner just said, well, you know, that's just from me doing animal taxidermy. They didn't do enough. They weren't diligent enough. Because if I smell dead body from a funeral home, I'm like, I need someone out here immediately. Right this now. Is wrong. Right. Fuck now. You should not ever smell dead thing, no. dead shit coming from a funeral home. If they're properly storing the bodies, you would never smell it. <laughs> So investigators found 115 dead bodies in various stages of decomposition in this building. The bodies were not being stored properly. And Lord knows how long some of these bodies have been in there. They have requested assistance from the CBI and the FBI. What was their game plan? I don't know. I don't know. Um, They'll have to identify all the bodies. Some of them will have to be identified by dental records and DNA. That's disgusting. Are these people that are supposed to already be in the ground? Yes. What are they doing? They were already supposed to be disposed of. I don't know. Especially if they're rot- like they're not selling them on the black market if they're rotted. Right. So what the fuck are they doing? So, so to put this into perspective for you, a friend of mine has a funeral home here in the Denver metro area. Last year, he took he received 123 bodies for funerals. Okay, <laughs> this is a small funeral home in a town of 3,185 people. That's how big Penrose is. There are 115 bodies in this place. So everyone's grandma is in there right now. <laughs> Every single one of them, there's grandma is in there. I'm guessing that it took him a while to accumulate that many bodies. And instead, instead of completing the disposition that the family's paid for, he's just keeping the bodies stored at this funeral home and taking the money. It's like, what the fuck are you, what is your end plan here? Yeah, where are we, what are we doing here? So I don't know if he planned on like getting a lot of them together and just like, are you meeting them all at the same time? I, I don't know. Maybe you just didn't feel like digging the holes. So they're just like, they can just chill. <laughs> you know, they're going to decompose eventually, and I won't have to worry about it. Um, and then I was like, what the hell's up with Colorado and fucked up funeral homes? Because before this, we had that one in Montrose who was selling body parts in the black market. Me. <laughs> and giving the families back concrete instead of cremains. You know, that's actually fair. They do look similar. <laughs> they do look similar. People are like, oh, it's my... My nana, and it's it's really concrete. It's fucking quick set or what? <laughs> quick creek. Yeah, quick creek. <laughs> it's it's my nana's up there on the on the urn in the urn and on the mantle. No, no, no. <laughs> it's a bag of quick creek. It's <laughs> actually cement. But they paid thirteen ninety nine for a Home Depot. Seventeen ninety nine at Lowe's. <laughs> you ready to have some fun? Okay. I'm ready to have some fun. Let's have some fun. All right, <laughs> Janelle. From not Teen from Teen Mom. Mom. Oh, <laughs> Viera was born February 9th, nineteen seventy two. In Santa Barbara, California. Oh. Her mother, Terry, was only 13 years old at the time. Oh, dear. <laughs> I was like, God damn. Goodness. <laughs> because, what were you doing, ma'am? Because of this, Terry, be- okay. <laughs> I'm going to bed. Terry put Janelle up for adoption. That's probably smart. Probably a good idea. Uh, two months later, Jim and Gloria Matthews adopted Janelle and changed her last name to Matthews, but kept her first name. 
Janelle also now had an older sister named Jennifer, who was three years older at the time Janelle was adopted. The Matthews had a hell of a time conceiving Jennifer, so they decided to adopt their second child instead of attempting to do the whole pregnancy thing again. Yeah, pregnancy sucks. Yeah. Six years after Janelle's adoption, the family moved from California to Greeley. Fucking one. I was just going to say, why? <laughs> Fucking Greeley, other than. My, Cow shit? My, the restaurant. Tomorrow. That's in LaSalle. Well, just kidding. <laughs> Stupid. What's in Greeley? <laughs> Cow shit. Um, he got a job at Day Spring Christian School. Oh. <laughs> so that's why they moved to Greeley. I guess that would be the only reason to move to Greeley. I would think if that was my choice, they'd be like, okay, here's here's your new job. I'd be like, cool, I'm going to move to a town near there, just not yeah, why in, in the no, town. It smells like doo-doo. Yeah, because... It smells like doo-doo here when there's a storm coming from that way. Yeah, because, I mean, like Windsor. Windsor's very nice, and it does not smell like cow shit. And it's close. Yeah, just fucking go around, man. <laughs> okay, so Janelle was a performer. It was in the school choir. Janelle had a big personality and would often be directing the choir instructor on how to run the show. Yo, I'm Puncher Square. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Do you want this job, bitch? <laughs> She's a little diva. Janelle and her sister got along well, with the exception of little fights that most sisters get into. Like, bitch, is that my shirt? I was just say little. I've heard this argument in my house way more often times than I can count. <laughs> bitch, is that my shirt? Is that my fucking shoes? No, I don't think you guys fought over shoes. Shoot, no, her feet are big and wider. You have the you wear children's shoes. I'm five one. Yeah, you I'm just proportionate. You just shop in kids for your shoes. It's cheaper. It is. You and my sister have that problem. I don't. It's great. Shut the fuck up. I used to always steal my brother Chad's shirts, and I would definitely pay for it when he found out. Christmas time, nineteen eighty four. Christmas was Janelle's favorite holiday, so she was even more excited because she's like, "Fuck yeah, Christmas." Janelle had made her friends handmade gifts and was super excited to take them to school and hand them out. She spent a lot of time and effort on the gifts and was super excited to see her friends' reactions. This year, Janelle was 12 and had asked Santa for a Cabbage Patch doll. This was the year of the Cabbage Patch doll, and this was the toy that parents were fighting over in the malls. And I remember seeing this on the news, watching moms at stores literally getting into fistfights over these dolls. And I had also asked for one that year. Okay, mind you, I was five. And I was like, oh, shit, is my mom going to have to, like, beat some lady's ass to get me one? I mean, cool, but damn. Her parents had gotten her one, and it was currently wrapped in under the tree waiting for Christmas morning. They were super excited to watch her open the doll and see how excited she's going to be. December 20th, 1984, the day before school was let out for Christmas break. Gloria was boarding a plane for Los Angeles to surprise her parents and spend time with them for the Christmas season. 16-year-old Jennifer had a basketball game. She had a basketball game at school, so Jim and Janelle went to have dinner at McDonald's before Jim dropped Janelle off at Intrawest Bank in downtown Greeley, where Janelle would perform with her school choir. The performance was even be televised on a no- local network in Greeley. Oh, shit. <laughs> star Search. You don't know what Star Search is? Nope. Star- okay. Before your time. Jim wasn't able to watch the concert because he had to get over to the high school for Jennifer's basketball game. How fucking dare you? <laughs> Choosing favorites. Yeah. It's like, I gotta go watch your sister's basketball game. You suck. Janelle's BFF, Deanna, and her father would be giving Janelle a ride home after the concert, and Jim said he would watch the show later on TV when it aired. Okay. 
Deanna's father, Russell, gave Janelle a ride home and noticed how excited Janelle was. The two girls were sitting in the back seat, chit-chatting about Christmas and how excited they were for the holiday. Russell pulled up to Janelle's house around 8.15, and Janelle told Deanna, All right, see you tomorrow. Wait inside. Russell waited until Janelle was safely inside the house before he left. Russell didn't see anything out of the ordinary. He did say that the garage door was partially open, but that was not uncommon. Most of the people in that area left their doors to their houses unlocked and their windows open. They all felt safe and secure in that town. Well, that was stupid. I will tell you this. Nobody in Greeley now keeps anything unlocked. I, I would never keep anything unlocked regardless of where I live. <laughs> because of the shit. It's always the places that are like, you never had to lock your doors. Yes, you fucking do. <laughs> Listen to something. Any podcast ever. Watch one fucking episode of Forensic Files, please. <laughs> or even uh, Unsolved Mysteries. Why? The I original with Robert Stack? Any of them. I need answers. I don't like Unsolved. Give me, what the fuck <laughs> happened? What do you mean that's it? That's why they have the show. It's Unsolved. It's dumb. Solve it want, and then tell me about they it. They don't want Solved Mysteries. <laughs> I do. Like, solve it and then get back to me. No. We like so- Unsolved. Oh, and you, sometimes you have to help solve it. <laughs> I don't leave my house. I see nothing. This is true. She doesn't leave her house. She calls me. Will you take me to Walmart? <laughs> lonely. <laughs> the nights get really lonely. <laughs> <laughs> they do. And I'm like, yeah, I'll take it to Walmart. <laughs> Tell me fun day at Walmart. <laughs> I'm a lonely bitch. <laughs> Any Hoosier at 9.30. Jim came home from the basketball game. When he came in the house, he said it was clear that Janelle had been there. The lights were on. The TV was on. Janelle's space heater was turned on. It sounds like Adriana was Yo, there. I was just like, fucking kids, <laughs> everything on. Sounds like Adriana was there. Yeah. And in the spot that Janelle typically sat was her, you know, like her space heater. Uh-huh. Nana. Then uh, the TV was on. It literally sounds like Adriana was in her house. I, I turned the lights off. Yeah, but, but her space heater on. on. Heat a blanket. I'm warm in my home. <laughs> she would have a space heater on, a blanket, a heated blanket on, the furnace up to 93 I like toasty. <laughs> no, that's that's like the devil's house. Me. It's me. <laughs> Hi. I'm the problem. It's you. Janelle's shoes were also there. Even the pantyhose she had worn to the concert were there draped over the couch. My dad would have had a shit fit if I had my pantyhose just laying on the couch. I don't think my dad would know what the fuck a pantyhose was. <laughs> Touche. But what is this? <laughs> Well, pantyhose aren't as much of a thing anymore. They were in the 80s and 90s. Oh, y'all are cool. <laughs> we are cool. All right. Shut the fuck up. We weren't cool and had Heelys. High Heelys. High Heelys. <laughs> I was real dope. With, I'd get Heelys today. Jesus. Why? You could run around your kitchen because that's the only place I'm you'd wear them. 30. I can't fucking <laughs> get on them anymore. <laughs> should break a hip. Jesus. Jim started to call out to Janelle, but she was not answering. He couldn't think of anywhere she would have gone being this late with snow on the ground and without shoes. Jim went into the kitchen and saw a note on the board in the kitchen from Janelle. It looked like a phone message for Jim from the school he worked at. This was taken at 8.30. Somebody was calling in to sick for the next day. Fucking rude asses calling in sick. Lazy ass. Fuck it at night. Like, don't call me now. Call me tomorrow. Leave me a voicemail. Talk to my face, bitch. <laughs> call and tell me that to my face. You're not coming in. Jennifer arrived home from her basketball game around 10. And also had no clue where her sister was. Jim is now starting to panic. He called Russell, the dude who dropped her dropped her off and after the Christmas choir. 
He woke up his daughter, Deanna, and asked if she had heard from Janelle since they dropped her off. And she, uh, Deanna said no. Jim was like, something is definitely wrong. So he called uh, Greeley police and reported Janelle missing. Detectives were at the house by 10.15. They were knocking on doors and see if anyone had seen or heard anything. Now, mind you, this is way before, like, ring doorbells. So, <laughs> nobody knew shit. But, hey, it's okay. I don't have one either. That's okay. Most of everybody else in your <laughs> yeah, neighborhood does Yeah, my whole so. other neighborhood does this. Uh, no one knew had any information. Um, there was no fingerprints inside the house. The only real clue they had was outside in the snow. There were footprints in the snow that appeared that whoever left them attempted to cover them up with a rake. Why would, why, <laughs> why? Because there's lines. It would leave. I, yeah. They didn't think that through at all. And they used Janelle's dad's rake. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to leave lines where my feet were so you still know I came through. Yes. You, like, raked across the snow to remove the evidence that the footprints were there. Side note. This information about the uh, footprints and rake are, was never released to the media or public. So remember this for later. Oh, so someone's going to f- shove their foot in their mouth later. <laughs> is what you're telling me. The footprints went around the entire house. Like, whoever it was was going around the house looking into windows and doors. Fucking creeper. That's voyeurism. Voyeurism. Boy- wow. <laughs> Do you smell toast? Voyeurism. Thank you. And it's only good in dark romance novels. Thank you. Like Fifty Shades? Oh, no, Bob. You're way behind. Read Haunting Adeline. I'm so lost right now. You gotta read it. Very good. Kylie you didn't like it because she's rude. <laughs> What's the name of this book? Haunting Adeline. It's a duet. Haunting Adeline and Hunting Adeline. Haunting and Hunting. H.D. Okay. Carlton. Very good. Do you have this book? On my Kindle. God damn it. It's on Kindle Unlimited. Probably on Kylie's on Kindle, huh? Yeah, she had it on Kindle Limited. I'll just steal her Kindle for the weekend. My Kindle. But. <laughs> All right. Anyway. So Janelle had vanished and there was like nothing to go on. Janelle's mom was qu- quickly ruled out. I mean, she wasn't even in the fucking state. Jim was next on the list. Shitty, but normal. It would suck to be a suspect in your own kid's abduction, but let them do their job. Rule you out. Move on. Jim was eventually ruled out as a suspect. Once Jim was ruled out, Detectives literally had nothing. Several searches for Janelle were done, including a big one on her 13th birthday in February of 85. Over 600 people showed up to help look for Janelle. Jesus. Nothing was found. She was just, like, gone. Weird. In March of 1985... 1985. Ronald Reagan. Do you know who that is? The president. Very good. I actually, Reagan is my favorite president. Why? I don't know. He's so adorable. Do you know he was an actor before he was president? Yes. And yeah. he's so adorable as I need man. you to call your sister right now and ask her if she knows, who, or text her and ask her if she knows who Ronald Reagan is. He actually mentioned Janelle uh, when he was giving a speech about missing kids. Janelle was one of the first kids to be featured on a milk carton. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I've never seen a missing kid on a milk carton They quit life. doing that. I thought it was just a TV thing. Oh, no, they actually did that. Huh. Flyers were distributed, posters were plastered all over town, showing her face, asking the public for help, and fighting her. Six months prior to her disappearance, the Center for Missing and Exploited Children was founded. The Matthews had seen some of the happy reunions, thanks to the organization, and was hopeful that their story would have a happy ending, too. Gloria was still even setting a place for Janelle at the Christmas dinner table. Oh, right. And kept her room exactly how she left it. Her Christmas gifts were still wrapped and waiting for her to return. Now, unfortunately, the case went cold. Ice cold. Eventually, Gloria and Jim took down Janelle's Menudo posters. Do you know who Menudo is? I just thought it was a soup. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. 
thought it was a Mexican derived soup. <laughs> the way you said soup. <laughs> it's the same way everyone made fun of me for saying poop. <laughs> soup. Uh, Menudo was a group, a boy band, basically. Oh, boy band. Boy band. Guess who was in that group? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Ricky Martin before oh. he before he was living Brand the vida loca. <laughs> yeah, random. Yeah, they were. They even converted her room into a guest room. <laughs> yeah, uh, I was like, well, I don't know how I feel about that. They were trying to make Jennifer's life as normal as possible. They replaced the garage door with one that locked. Okay, sharp prices sort of that. But okay, <laughs> and replaced all the locks within the house. They were trying to move forward, but the community was scared as shit. Deanna, Janelle's BFF, was not allowed to go anywhere without her dad as he was freaked out. She would disappear next. I'm like, well, yeah. Many Riley pe- wouldn't leave her room again. Yeah. Be like, mm, no. Not, you're being homeschooled now, sorry. Well, when Jessica Ridgway disappeared, I yeah. was like, absolutely not. You guys are not leaving anywhere. Yo, a dog barked at me. I thought it was the guy that killed her. And I was like, this is it. <laughs> this is how I, this this is is how I go out. This is it for me. Many people admitted to being terrified that someone was going to come into their bedrooms and take them, just like <laughs> someone did with Janelle. That sounds like my daughter. That's like night stalker shit. <laughs> and my daughter is paranoid anyway. Yo, I because I'm home alone all the time at night. I shouldn't have said that on the fucking internet. <laughs> no, I'm not. I live with a big scary man all the time. He never leaves. <laughs> I'm scared. But I just announced that to the whole fucking internet. Uh, she also has a gun. Loaded with one in the chamber. <laughs> At all times. No funny business, bitches. <laughs> with your name written on it. I shoot to it. kill. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Something wrong with you. Uh, now, as I mentioned, her case, it called for many, many years. I, uh, yep. Adriana, how many years do you think it was before they had a break in the case? 30. Almost 35 years later. Oh, bitch. <laughs> I see. I knew it. That's because I do this all day. Listen to it, not kill people. <laughs> <laughs> You're stupid. Thirty-five years, a bulldozer. Okay, thirty-five years later, a bulldozer working on a pipeline uncovered skeletonized remains in rural Weld County. The skeleton had perfectly preserved teeth with braces. Oh, poor girl didn't even get her fucking braces off. No, yeah, you would know the feeling of that. Yeah, fuck that. Just like Janelle had. There were fragments of clothing still intact that matched the color of clothing Janelle was wearing the night of the concert. Well, now, who done it? <laughs> we'll get to that. Because DNA was not an option, why do you think DNA wasn't an option? It hasn't come out yet. Well, well DNA is it, it, She was found in 2019. Oh. So DNA was definitely a thing. I don't know. She was too fucked up. She was adopted, remember? Oh, shit! I didn't remember that. <laughs> Clearly. So they had to go by uh, dental records. And their remains were identified as 12-year-old... 12-year-old Janelle Matthews. Yeah. Want to take a guess how she died? Autopsy was conducted, showed that the cause of death was a gunshot wound to the head. Jesus Christ, on a child? <laughs> that seems aggressive. <laughs> the manner of death was a homicide. Oh, thank you. <laughs> she buried herself, actually. Stupid. It was, it was natural. <laughs> she, she, did it. she had two feet in the ground. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Full circle. Full circle. Yeah, you're stupid. Now, they had a new suspect in mind. Oh. One that kind of brought... He had actually brought suspicious on. Is it the stepdad? Or not the stepdad, the best friend's dad? 
Can, can we get into this? Okay. Well, I'm just saying I'm suspicious of him. <laughs> she's suspicious of Russell. Russell. Well, with a name like Russell. Come on. She's on the record. She says it's Russell. Oh. Okay. He had brought suspicion on himself. I don't know what I did. He's one of those people who do not shut. <gasps> <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I guess I just. Yeah, your glasses come off. She had the wires of her ear thingies. What are these called? Headphones. Headphones. <laughs> All wrapped up in her glasses. <laughs> what happened? How do I get out of here? And then she couldn't figure out how to get it off. And then she realized, I like, oh, I, I can take my glasses it. off. I was like, I have to unplug it. There's no other way. <laughs> then she realized, oh, the glasses come off my yeah. face. <laughs> Kylie's not that far off of me. <laughs> no. What is wrong with me? I have dumb kids. Okay. Kylie's school dumb. I'm just life dumb. <laughs> you guys are both dumb. I have a picture of her with her headphone cord stuck in her braces. These headphone cords. <laughs> Not, and this was, well, okay. how long ago did she have braces? 15 years ago. These are the ones that just plugged into a phone when you could do yeah. that. <laughs> Something wrong with my kids. Anywho, this is the suspect. Uh, he's one of those people who do not know when to shut the fuck up. Steven. Michael. <laughs> Dana. Panky. Panky? <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, my. He got He got made fun of. Was his was their prime suspect? Dana. He lives in Idaho. Utah. Utah. As he moved his family out of Colorado a few years after Janelle went missing, and he <clears throat> had himself an interesting hobby: politics. He ran for sheriff three times. Hey, so did John Wayne Gacy. <laughs> municipal council, lieutenant governor, and then governor twice. He never once won a single election. Dude, why do you keep running? Clearly, nobody likes the you. The first one, I would never come out of hiding. <laughs> I'd be like, That's I'm so embarrassed. I'm never doing that again. I'm so cringe. I need to stay inside my home. Yeah. And he's like, I'm going to do it again. <laughs> and again, fucking idiot. This dude had intentionally inserted himself in the investigation many times over the years, claiming to have knowledge of the crime, which grew inconsistent and more incriminating over the years. I just want to say one more time, watch one episode of Forensic Files, please. <laughs> Yeah, you don't ever put yourself inside that investigation. Jeez. Or read a book. Just yep. one. Yeah, I don't understand. I'm like, you guys are dumb. Um, 101 killer. I could be a killer. I got it down pat from these things. And they, well, Guys, if I ever go me? missing, prime I suspect. start with my mother. <laughs> if Kylie ever goes missing. Okay, that's a baby. Yeah, sorry. Or her husband goes missing. Yeah, depending on the day. Yeah, so, anywho, and then we have this evidence right here. I could kill anybody. <laughs> I, I really could. I'm confident in my abilities. Apparently. You know, a lot of people were, and they're sitting in prison. Yeah, because they didn't have their own crimes to learn from, like I did. You, you have your crimes to learn from? No, I have theirs to learn from. <laughs> oh, okay. Don't ever be your own fucking lawyer, Ted Bundy. <laughs> or that idiot up in Wisconsin. What was his name? I have no fucking idea. Daryl. Daryl oh, Brooks. Oh, yeah. I haven't watched anything on him yet. It was yeah. on Netflix, though. Yeah. Don't be Daryl Brooks. I got you. Don't be that guy. And never. And leave your phone at home. People will leave their phone there all the time. Why do they do that? Well, that and they'll watch you. It pings. You're like, why was your cell phone it's at, at the place where the body was In found. the middle of nowhere <laughs> with only this one fucking tower and this body there. Why was it pinging there? I don't know. I, I was looking for my dog. <laughs> I 
and went for a drive. <laughs> Stephen owned a firearm in 1984. He was also known to watch children walk home from Franklin Middle School. That's where, so gross. <laughs> where Janelle went to school. The fuck? That was out of pocket sentence. <laughs> I was like, why? why is this the first we're hearing about that? I feel like it should have been brought up a little earlier. <laughs> Be like, hmm. Could have saved us 35 years if we looked into that. I'm like, he wants kids. People knew he's watching children you walk need home from no school. other evidence. He done it. <laughs> I'm like, why wasn't he stopped while he was doing that? <laughs> so it's noticed enough that, pe- that it's known. Why have we stop- not stopped it? Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. He just likes to watch them. <laughs> <laughs> he needs to go on a list. He is the list. <laughs> um... Stephen knew things about Janelle's neighborhood that raised some red flags. Like the fact that two police officers lived on the same block. Mind you, he does not live there. How would he know that? He was a police officer. <laughs> Thank you so much. It's like, hmm. He get, I, I don't even know two people that live on my block, let alone if they're police officers. I know three people, and they're my mom, dad, and sister <laughs> that live on my block. Yeah. And that's it. So, he, he would know more than I do. He gave this information during an interview in March 1985. Steve was part of the Sunnyview... Okay. He was part of the Sunnyview Church of the Nazarene until June of 1978. Janelle's family joined that church in the summer of 1978. Stephen knew of and discussed a... Pro- Kylie said the president? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so she did know. Stephen knew of and discussed a crucial piece of evidence from Janelle's house that was never released to the public. He knew a rake was used to cover up shoe prints left in the snow. Fucking Steve. Fucking Steve. That guy. How would he know that? He also filed pleadings in many cases, both civil and criminal, that contained both direct and veiled statements about Janelle Matthews. In a 1909 pleading filed with Idaho Supreme Court, Stephen argued that if the court ruled in certain fashion... Quote, it is reasonable for the appellant to believe he would get the death penalty for revealing where Janelle's body was located, unquote. This is 10 years before her body was found. Jesus Christ. And I want to know why they had, they weren't fucking up his ass then. Yeah, why? Okay. He He's also watching said. Watching children. <laughs> <laughs> he also said, without a deal, this case will never be solved. He repeatedly demanded Immunity in exchange for information he claimed he possessed about Janelle's murder. Immunity for the murder you murdered? <laughs> for the murder you have done? The murder you murdered? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Your murder, dude? Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, in April of 20... No. In April 2003, 16 years before Janelle's body was found, Stephen said in a courtroom setting, quote, the family should know that Janelle died before crossing 10th Street and not to give the family hope. Unquote. He said that? He said that. No. In a courtroom. And it was like, obviously not him. <laughs> we don't need to talk to him. Not the fucking child fucker. He didn't do it. No way. We don't need to talk to that guy. He's fine. The this fuck? is the best thing ever. In 2013, Stephen sent an alibi document to law enforcement. I want to know why we're sending documents that says, this is my alibi. You <laughs> just want to make it loud and clear. <laughs> I have an alibi. It's in a written form here. And the letter detailed plans for a family trip to California um, starting on December 21st, the morning after Janelle went missing. Convenient. The document contained false statements and sketchy-ass details. When investigators spoke to Stephen's wife, she told them something a little different. She said they went on a trip two days 
after Genoa missing. And the trip was like spur of the moment. This is where it gets fucked up here. Steven dumped their dogs and the dogs were never seen again. <laughs> what was the point of that? What did the dogs do? I don't know. Steven was scanning the radio station trying to find any station mentioning Janelle's disappearance. When they got back to Greeley, Steven made his wife read any and all articles about Janelle to him. Fucking read your own shit. And the wife was never like, why do you care Why? So why much? are we doing this? No, no. When they arrived back on December 26th, Steve started digging in the backyard. <laughs> Two days later, a car on their property burst into flames. Stephen took the car to the salvage yard to dispose of it. And you're not asking questions? It was spontaneous combustion. After, the, after the holes getting dug, there's... I would be like, what in the actual fuck is going on here? As soon as he's like, can you read articles about this missing 12-year-old? Because, you know, I watch all the children walk home. I'd be like... I, so I'm concerned. I miss her. Yeah. Like, you know what? I'm going to go to the police. <laughs> you know, I'm going to run to the grocery store real quick. I'm going to be right back. Police. <laughs> Kylie just texted me. Why did you ask me about Ronald? <laughs> not your first name basis with Mr. Reagan? She said, what's up about Ronald? <laughs> Oh, we love that guy. She's it. What about Ronald? My daughter's so stupid. <laughs> We're on a first name basis I know, with I the president. Said Reagan, if I wanted to make it shorter. Or why do you ask? <laughs> or just why? <laughs> why do you want to know about Ronald? Or Ronnie? Ron. Good old Ron. No, Ron. I feel like everyone has to say Ron like that. You can't say Ron. Ron. It's no, Ron. It's Ron. She said, be fucking for real. <laughs> During one church service, Steve was muttering something about a false prophet when a minister had mentioned Janelle and how she would be found safe and brought home. He grew agitated and other churchgoers had to remove him from the church. Oh. <laughs> okay. Now here, oh, my. Here's something fucked up. In 2008, Stephen's 20-year-old son was in college in Arizona. He was murdered by his girlfriend. She shot him. <laughs> at his son, uh, Stephen's wife told investigators that while at his son, own son's funeral, Stephen made the comment, quote, I hope God didn't allow this because of what happened to Janelle Matthews, unquote. <laughs> what were the cops doing the whole time? Just like, <laughs> well, we'll let that slide. It's greedy police. I mean, it's not a big deal. <laughs> it's fine. Oh, he was watching the kids? Oh, that's fine. As long as he wasn't, like, chasing them. We're okay. Okay, Kylie. What'd you say? I'm not an idiot. He was assassinated. They even have an X right where he was shot in the car. He's that's gross. Kennedy! Get bent, bitches. I like president assassinations. Huh? Kylie? That was Kennedy. That's Kennedy. He was, <laughs> he was shot and survived. Oh, my She's God. it, bruh. <laughs> Ronald died a very old man of natural causes. <laughs> I'm not an idiot. That's <laughs> how she started the text. I'm not an idiot. He was assassinated in 1963 in the back of a fucking convertible. I'm not an idiot. She said, I'm not an idiot. I know he was fucking assassinated. No, he wasn't. Wrong president, bitch. She's like she's all she's got Jackie Kennedy in her head right now in that fucking outfit. She's like I know who fucking he is. She has that bloody thing. Uh, actually, his autopsy photos were freaking phenomenal. I know they're really detailed for no reason. You're doing too much, bro. I'm doing too much. I'm not an idiot. 
<laughs> Both my kids are stupid. I don't know what to tell you. In 1999. <laughs> <laughs> Confidence. She, I wish I would have answered that FaceTime call now. I'm not a fucking idiot. Like, because she just FaceTimed me that. I was like, we're recording. And that's what she sent the text. And I wish I would have answered it now. You should have. Because I would have had that recorded. That would have been quality. The confidence on her face would have made it so good. Because <laughs> she does that sometimes even when we're recording. You can ask anybody who listens to this. Sometimes she gets so confident. She's like, or like when I asked her, where's Tulsa? And she's like, oh, I got stupid Arizona. Jesus fucking Christ. Nope. And she goes, oh, man, I really thought I had that one. <laughs> you didn't. <laughs> Wrong. Not even close. In 1999, Stephen was trying to get the Sun Valley Police Department to believe him and give him immunity. And they're not even in the state. Well, yes, we will give you immunity. Okay, cool. I did it. I'm sorry. <laughs> what the fuck? I did it. I'm guilty. I'm sorry. So he was telling them, I have information about Janelle's murder. They did not believe him. They're like, mm, shut the fuck up. When Stephen saw his wife's confused look, he said... You don't think I could hurt her, do you? She looks just like you. <laughs> Yo, I would walk. I'd just look at him and leave. I would say We're no done. words. <laughs> Bye. I wouldn't. I would go buy new stuff. Yeah. I wouldn't even go home. I can find new shit. He continually searched for Janelle Matthews on the internet. <laughs> when detectives came to visit him, finally, he attempted to, le- to delete everything on his computer. Good luck, buddy. You can hit that delete button all you want. Yeah. It's still on there. It's there, man. When Janelle went missing, Stephen lived about two miles away from her house. And then in 1980, five years before she went missing, he lived about 10 miles away from where her body would ultimately be located. So he knew that location very well. On October 9th. Oh, hello. Adriana's birthday. Hello. Hey, 2020. They turned all the evidence over to a grand jury. Stephen was as Kylie says, indicted. <laughs> oh, yeah, she gets so mad, too. <laughs> she argued with me. I was like, no, I, sw- I swear it's indicted. <laughs> Yo, fucking Google that shit. <laughs> he was indicted <laughs> on the following charges. First-degree murder after deliberation. First-degree felony murder. Second-degree kidnapping. And a crime of violence. <laughs> okay, so vague. <laughs> crime of violence. Yeah. Some of the... Uh, Definitions of the crimes that we have here. Does are, Kylie fit this in her mouth? Yes. It doesn't go past my teeth. Uh, Stephen was arrested on October 12, 2020. And, of course, what do you think he pled? Not guilty. <laughs> His attorney said there was no indication he committed the murder. No indication that he had anything to do with burying the body. Mr. Pinky wanted, wanted to be a person of interest. He loves the limelight. All of the statements that he made about his culpability have been, I didn't do it. Okay. <laughs> I don't know anyone who has ever wanted to be a person of interest in a murder case. Obviously enough to combust a car. (laughs) And dick holes for no reason. Come up with a really strong alibi to send. To to mail to them. Here's my alibi. To mail to the fucking police. (laughs) Here is my alibi. So his trial started on your aunt's birthday, October, my sister's birthday, October 13th, 2021. Um, his ex-wife was one of the prosecution's best witnesses. Oh. And by the way, my sister's birthday lands on Friday the 13th this year. Fun. She turned 13 on Friday the 13th. That's got to be bad juju. <laughs> Stephen actually took the stand. Oh, why not, Stephen? <laughs> Stephen is going to fuck it up. <laughs> they always do. <laughs> Damn it, Stephen. 
He had said he had lied in the past about his knowledge about the case. Oh. He said, the truth is that I made a lot of stuff up out of bitterness. To the dead 12-year-old? It was just me trying to be a big man, be in the case, okay? <laughs> the fuck does that mean? He just, he didn't do anything wrong. He, he didn't hurt her. He didn't kidnap her or anything. He just wanted to be part of the case, so he made shit up. He was like, I just said I knew these things about the case just so I could be part of the case. Yeah, that's how it works. Yeah. You are an honorary police officer because you know <laughs> a little bit about it. Yes, we will totally give you immunity now. Dumb fuck. But that doesn't make sense because why would you want to be a suspect? Why would you then be begging for immunity? Uh, November 2nd, 2021, the jury was given the case to deliberate. After two days, they found them guilty of making false statements to authorities. They were deadlocked on the other charges. The judge had a dis- declared mistrial. Ghetto. I'm like, God damn it. October- well, at least it wasn't not guilty. Right. October 4th, 2022, new trial begins. This time, the 71-year-old was found guilty of felony murder, second-degree kidnapping, and false reporting. 71? 71. Not even worth it at that point. <laughs> he comes in with this scheme. Like, okay, I just feel sorry for the old bitch. And you would, because you love old people. Like, uh-huh. Can you help sit down, sir? Fucking gonna... pedophile? <laughs> Can I bring you something to drink? <laughs> You're going to go to the prison. Piece of shit. They're going to beat you up. <laughs> yeah, probably. We have no hips by the end of prison. <laughs> Rightfully so. Uh, now, since the crime happened in 1984, they have to sentence him to the guidelines that were in place in 1984. So he was sentenced to life with the possibility of parole. Ghetto, whatever. <laughs> Very stupid. So, Stephen is serving his time at the Bent Correctional Facility. Get Bent. Get Bent. His first shot of parole will be October 1st of 2040. He will be 90. <laughs> Yo, if he lives that long... No, I'll leave him in there. Yeah, leave him in there. I was going to say, you got to let him out. But no, because he went in at 71. Yeah. So no, leave him. Leave him in there. There's a good chance he's not going to make it to his first parole hearing. Um, Janelle was laid to rest at Lynn Grove Cemetery in Greeley on August 11th, 2019. So that is the very, very cold case of Janelle Matthews. All right, Adriana, I gave you the task of getting us a dumb criminal. Give it to us. She's got it on paper. I don't have a laptop. <laughs> you have to do this old-fashioned with a pencil. And a piece of paper. And a piece of paper that also has butter on it. Why do you have butter on it? Couldn't tell you. I didn't use butter <laughs> today. But there's butter on it. <laughs> Springfield, Colorado. I love that place. Yeah. Never been there. Chief Clay Clipful was performing. <laughs> could be Clipfell. I don't know. Was performing a routine traffic stop on a driver going 52 in a 30. Go ahead. I love this one. The officer watched as the person in the driver's seat swapped spots with the person in the other seat. The driver's seat. Driver-passenger swap. He watched. Get it out. He watched them do it before he got out. The driver now sitting in the passenger seat showed clear signs of intoxication when he exited the passenger door and told the officer that he was not the one driving. Naturally. When the officer approached the vehicle to talk to the supposed driver... He's faced with a dog. <laughs> when the real suspect realized, the officer wasn't buying that the dog was, was speeding. He ran away. 
Bless the dog. Poor dog. He got 20 yards. And then he was, got, he got taken. There was two people that were sober in the, back in seat. the back seat. So why were, first of all, why didn't they drive? Second of all, why didn't they say, hey man, dog's not going to cover you. <laughs> You're a fucking idiot. It wasn't in a Challenger. Yeah. But, yeah. And also they were trying to go, um, they were lost and they're trying to figure out how to get back to Pueblo where they're from, but they were headed west. Yeah. And Pueblo is east. So, um, hold on. Oh, he also had two warrants. Oh. Out of Pueblo. Cool. So he was booked for both the warrants, DUI, driving while impaired, speeding, and resisting arrest. The police re- released the statement. The dog does not face any charges. It was <laughs> let up, let go with a warning. <laughs> Honestly, I think the guy should get, uh, cruelty to an animal. <laughs> he said, okay, well, I know this guy isn't speeding, but let me check anyway. <laughs> Say it's my labradoodle. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be like me putting rebel. It didn't actually say the kind of dog, but they had a terrier in the picture, but it was, it was a stock photo. Oh. So I don't know if it was a terrier. I'm saying it's a labradoodle. It's a burnadoodle. It's a doodle. It's, the, it's a doodle. <laughs> the two uh, sober people took the dog, in case anyone was curious. Jesus Christ. This guy is in jail for a while, probably. Oh, he probably posted bond. They probably gave him a PR bond. Yeah, it didn't say what his other two warrants were, so I don't know. Probably do. <laughs> Walking his dog without a leash. <laughs> also, it said that the people in the backseat were his acquaintances. So I don't really understand anything that's going on other than... Could you imagine you're just, like, with the dude you just met, and he starts putting his dog in the driver's seat, and there's a cop behind you? Like, yo, we need to get the fuck out of here. I'd be like, I don't want to be any part of this. And then they're like, sure, I guess we'll take his fucking dog. Yeah, what the fuck am I supposed to do with it? I imagined it looked very cute, like, looking at the cop, like, Sup? this guy's fucking crazy. <laughs> Get me hell out of here. You know I didn't drive, right? Yeah. You know. I've been holding on to this all day. Well, good job, Nani. You did a very good job. And it was in Colorado, so. I know. It was the first thing that popped up on Reddit. <laughs> Reddit's where you need to go. Yeah, I don't know where she gets hers. I think she just Googles and fucking. Yeah, and most of hers are actually out of Florida. Well, it's Florida. Yeah. They're there's all a lot of there. fucking weird shit out of Florida. This one just happened to be the first one on a Reddit post, and I was like, oh, this is funny. It's here. One of them was a guy who threw an alligator in, the, in a drive-thru at Wendy's. A whole-ass alligator. Questions. Where did this alligator come from? He found it on the road when he was driving. And he just picked it up? He picked it up. That's he not went. what you do to an alligator. You leave it alone. <laughs> leave it alone. Yeah, he, he threw he it. He had all limbs alive still? It, the damn thing was very much alive. Huh. Threw a live-ass alligator through the well, drive-thru. No, did the guy have all his limbs? Yeah. Imagine you were just at work and a guy fucking chucks an alligator at you. No. I would quit. You I guys worked, don't pay me enough for this. I worked at McDonald's when I was like 16. I'm not fucking. No. Yeah, we, I tried to fuck with her when she was 16. I'd go through the drive-thru. Yeah. Can I get a liter of cola? <laughs> I was. No, that sucked. Cause I was like, I have the dopest fucking customers right now. I can't wait to hang out with them. And it was like my mom and dad pulled up. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? You guys ruined my night now. We are the dopest people. I was like, yo, I made a friend. No, I didn't. It's my parents. It's my fucking old ass parents. <laughs> it Thinking was... they're fucking funny. We are funny. You were laughing till you realized it was your parents. Yeah, because you're. That, that's not fun. It was fun. All right. Well, that is all I have. You got anything? No, I don't have shit. Oh, I didn't think you did because you don't normally <laughs> okay, do this. This but... isn't my thing. But thanks for covering for your sister. Yeah, fucking trash ass bitch at her job. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> We'll be back next week, and uh, maybe she'll have an outro for us, because Adriana doesn't do that.
the fuck's the outro? She comes up with a new outro every week. Oh. Jesus, calm down. Oh, like I did. I was. Ta- I had one task. <laughs> <laughs> I did not give you any more than one task. All right. Well, have fun and say bye, Adriana. Bye.